Hi, and welcome to the Brave Parenting Podcast. I am your host, Kelly Newcomb, the founder of Brave Parenting, and this is where you'll get the encouragement, insight, and the information you need to raise kids of character and our culture saturated by media and technology. We call it Brave Parenting because it takes a lot of courage and hard work to keep on top of technology as it, as it changes and then decide how to incorporate that into your family's life. So our goal here is to keep you educated and equipped to raise those tech-savvy kids. Welcome to today's show. Today we're going to be talking about a handful of different apps that all fall into the category of anonymous video chat. Sometimes I call it random video chat, but generally speaking, these are all apps that allow you to anonymously or randomly be connected with someone from all over the world for a short video chat with this person. And then, of course, usually it leads on to other communication if you like that person. So I'm going to go over a couple of the most popular in the App Store and in Google Play, give you a couple of the other ones that exist as well, as give you some insight whether or not your child should be using these apps. The first app we're going to be talking about is Yi, Social at a Distance which is a very clever name, Social at a Distance, because currently, at least at the recording of this podcast, most of us around the country are still socially distancing in order to flatten the curve of the coronavirus. So an app that's promoting Social at a Distance definitely hits home and hits our hearts. Now, this app was formerly Monkey. Now, we reviewed Monkey back in episode 21, and it was the same thing, an anonymous video chat app. So as I was preparing to write at Monkey's Review for our new section of the website of these in-depth guides for apps, I found that Monkey was no longer available in the App Store at all. Couldn't find it anywhere. Then last week, we noticed this new app appeared in the top 100 free apps of the App Store, and it was called Yi. Upon more investigation, we found out, discovered that it was really Monkey's doppelganger. They sort of just reinvented themselves with a new name, new branding in order to to kind of maybe rid themselves of some of the negative um, bias that Monkey had already had on the market. So here are some basics about Yi. So Yi does fall into the social networking category, and currently it's ranked number nine in this category. Of course, Facebook is number one and has been for a long time in this category. Yi claims, quote, we are fueled by the vision of utilizing mobile technology for the well-being of all, and believe in a world where meeting new people and video calls is the norm. Right? So immediately moms and dads are probably like, well, I don't know about meeting new people over random video chat if, that, if we really want that to be the norm. Well, this app does. They also say, quote, by introducing this new wave of social media, we're creating a space where individuals can thrive socially be more connected than ever before, and feel happier as a result. So immediately when I read this, I think, oh man, they're just playing to, you know, the words and the verbiage straight to, you know, the the hearts of those who are not as discerning. Of course, we want our kids to be happy. Oh, this app is going to make them happy. We, We know, right, that the mental health issues that are prevalent right now is not going to be solved through a random chat app that pairs people anonymously, you know, throughout the world in order to solve the social problems. 
Now, this is all not to say social distancing, of course, right now, we definitely want to be back with people. But even with social distancing, how many of us are truly that desperate to to sort of go find these random people to chat with in order to fulfill our happiness? And even more so, does that actually really fulfill our happiness? Feel that void of connection? So Yi allows you to have fun chats with people all over the world. They randomly match people with others for this short introductory video call or a short random text chat. When matched with a new person, you can either then add more time to that video call or chat session, or you can add the person to Snapchat to continue the conversation. So Yi is closely tied with Snapchat. Now, the dangers of Yi are that there's no age verification at all. There's nothing to stop anyone from downloading and using this to connect, whether they are 50 or whether they are 8. And it is completely free with no in-app purchases, no subscriptions or anything. So, of course, anytime we see this, we know that they must be collecting and sharing and, and selling off a lot of our data. So that might be personal information, user contributor content, or the automatic information, which like includes like your IP address that they're collecting. Anytime it's free, we have to remember that we're the product that's being sold. And of course, the danger of being live and anonymous, it's very risky, and it's extremely easy to find sexualized or inappropriate content when connected with random people. Now, the ratings of Yi on Apple is 17 plus, Google Play is T for teen, which means 13 plus, and Yi themselves, interestingly enough, says 18 and older. And they have a very fine line. They may don't even say 13 or older with a parent's permission. They just flat out say 18 and older. Now, the next one we're going to talk about has actually been around for quite a while. It's called Omegle, and its tagline is Talk to Strangers. Because it's been around a while, you know, I have researched this when I started Brave Parenting five years ago, and I didn't like it then. It's sort of been on my absolutely not, no way, terrible list since day one. But now, you know, it's not just a website, which is what it was before. It's also an app. And there's lots of different versions. It seems like Omegle is sort of this broad name, and there's lots of different websites and apps that kind of use it. The basics of it is that, again, it falls into the social networking category and actually is ranked number seven in the social networking category. So it ranks above Yi that we just talked about. And number 45 overall in the top apps on the App Store. So ranking of 45 is actually really good. Granted, it's not at the top, but making it in that top 100 is, means that there are a lot of downloads, so a lot of people are using Omegle. Now, both the website and the app connects users with others randomly in real time. They claim no video chat is ever random, but carefully customized based on your user profile and interactions with other users. So the app's main features are the video chat and instant live matches. You can also DM with your new friends. You can also share reactions through animated fun chats and and emotes, and also send gifts to people who um, (laughs) you may have had a great conversation with, and you want to sort of reward them or thank them for a great conversation. So again, that's kind of sort of how they're gaining their money, is by selling these gifts in order to to give to others. The dangers, very similar to Yi, no age verification. The website is easily used 
through a phone's browser. So if you're like, no, Omegle is terrible, I'm not going to allow that on my child's phone. And so you block it, you block the download of it. If they have internet of any sort, um, a web browser, they can easily go to Omegle.com and do the same exact thing and connect with others. There's also a one-click entry into 18-plus video content there, which has been widely known, if you read any reviews about this, to be sort of um, a sex and masturbation webcam. Um, There really isn't any positive reviews at all about this 18-plus adults-only area that you can go into. Um, Amigo themselves do warn you right away of inappropriate content and how unpredictable human behavior can be. The ratings of this app is 17 plus on Apple and the Google Play, which is interesting. So it's actually not called Omegle on Google Play. It's called Anonachat. And then it says in parentheses, chat for Omegle. And it is rated M for mature. So that's good. And then Omegle themselves says 18 plus, that's what the website says, 18 plus or 13 plus with parental permission, which is mind-blowing because it's absolutely terrible. I think the website is actually probably worse than the app itself. But they say 13 plus with a parent's permission. So I guess if you want it to, you could give your child permission. But as we're going to go over, does not sound like a very good idea. Now the next app we're going to go to, similar to Yee, similar to Omegle. And this is another one that's sort of rebranded themselves, you know, rebirthed into a new app. And it's called Yubo, Y-U-B-O, Make New Friends. Now, this app was formerly called Yellow. I would speak about this app in a lot of my presentations that I would do live in schools and churches because it was, it came out and it was called Tinder for Teens. I mean, that immediately would kind of strike the absolutely not you know, drum in most parents' head, right? We're not going to allow a Tinder for teens. So they rebranded themselves and now they're called Yubo, Make New Friends. But let's go over some basics because I think it's really still just Tinder for teens. Yubo's effort is to create, quote, a safe place for teens and only teens because they say it's only for 13 to 17 years old to gather and meet new people. It is a social video live streaming app to find these new friends, chat with people who are just like you, and build a social community based on your own interests. Sounds fantastic, right, for the average teen. (laughs) So its basic features are the live streaming. So anywhere, anytime, doing anything. So already, maybe some red flags. Chat with friends. Again, every app has these chat features. Swipe. Just like Tinder, you can swipe right for yes, left for no, and if both parties match, They can chat and follow each other on Snapchat or Instagram. Again, maybe some more red flags. And then also find a community, whether it be beauty, sports, travel, etc. You can join these communities and chat chat with like-minded people. And then also share. You can earn rewards for inviting your friends to Yubo on Snapchat or other social media apps. And they do offer paid features inside this app that they call the Yubo Power Pack. (laughs) The pricing is crazy. So it's $5.99 a week or $8.99 a month. Or if you want to commit to three months, it's $14.99. So I'm not really sure what child would pay $5.99 a week when you do that math. But again, this is the value of math. (laughs) If our kids are ever wondering, 
This is definitely it. If you were to add it up, $5.99 a week for three months is definitely going to be a lot more than $14.99. Now, some dangers of Yubo. Obviously, many dangers foremost is the ability to live stream themselves, not just for their friends, but to any number of strangers. So this is what makes it a little bit different than Yi and Omegle in that you can live stream yourself. It is not hard for any sort of predator or creep to fake their age and act like they're 13 to 17, you know, maybe put a picture up of some random child, and then prey on teens who are using this app, especially when live streaming. They could be live streaming from their bedroom, um, from somewhere that they can see their location, and that is very dangerous. Notwithstanding, you know, the Tinder-like feel of this app and the fact that it goes immediately to Snapchat and Instagram really makes Yubo this sort of melting pot of all dangerous apps. Yubo has made their attempt to appease parents because they know that they have a very bad reputation. And that's why, again, they rebranded themselves from Yellow to Yubo. And so they offer certain safety nets that are supposed to sort of appease parents, such as auto-blocking of people who are obviously not teenagers. I did read one review who they created a profile acting like they were 13 to 17, and they had a picture of a car as their original picture for themselves, and then they changed it to their adult selves, and they immediately got banned. So that is true. They really are auto-blocking people who are obviously not teenagers. You got facial hair. I don't think they're going to let you on. And they also auto-block for nude or semi-nude images. And they prompt the community guidelines every time a user enters a live stream. And then a host of other things. So that's sort of their consideration to sort of make it safer. But at the end, there really is a lot more dangers that those safeguards don't cover. Now, the ratings of Yubo in the Apple Store is 17 plus, Google Play, T for teen, again, meaning 13 plus, and Yubo themselves, again, 13 to 17 with parental permission. Obviously, that I don't think is going to happen. I think most kids who are going to get this are not going to be like, hey, can I randomly live stream and randomly connect with people? <laughs> but they do say you have to have that. And that's just really to cover um, their, own, their own butts if something was to happen. Now, here are some other ones, right? So those are the pop, most popular three, but you may have also heard, and we've even reviewed some of these before and wrote articles for them on the Brave Parenting blog. Hala, which is random video chat. Show me, random video chat. Hippo, and that one's actually gaining some popularity. It's live video chat. It's me, all one word. Um, make new friends as your avatar is their tagline. Fachat. F-A-C-H-A-T, and that's video chat with strangers. Lemon, make new friends nearby. Naughty, video chat, can only imagine what that is. Live you, L-I-V-U, it's a live random chat. And add chat, random chat. So as you can see, there is a lot of apps all in this category, all trying to do the same thing. Overall, hands down, Brave Parenting does not recommend these apps at all for any teens. And frankly, I'd even go as far to say that if you have an 18-year-old who is still maybe in their senior year and living at home and they want this app, they should be paying for their own plan because there just isn't anything great inherent in any of these apps. The risks are simply too high and whatever they may gain really adds nothing to the value of their character. You know, new friends can be made in many ways, a host of different ways, best of which is in person. If a random video chat 
truly becomes the norm of making new friends, we really will have significantly character-deficient generation because self-worth, trustworthiness, and just basic dignity are not promoted at all by this type of random, anonymous human connection and communication. So these apps, no-go. Make sure that you're looking for them on your kids' phones if they do have the ability to download. Have a conversation with them in advance in case they know friends who are using them because it's really easy for them to go hang out at a friend's house and maybe that friend has one of these apps and then they live stream themselves. And so your child is still just as potential to use one of these. So have a conversation, an open-ended, non-judgmental conversation. I I know it's hard. I try to do it all the time. (laughs) and Sometimes it works, but definitely talk about these type of apps. Do they know people who are using them? What do they think the benefits may be? In order to start that conversation now, before they start asking for these type of apps. All right, well, that brings us to the end of this episode covering anonymous video chat apps. If you missed anything or you heard it all and you've got stories to share, please email us. We would love to hear them at podcast at braveparenting.net. For an in-depth look at building the strong character using all the technology that children love, pick up a copy of our book, Managing Media, Creating Character, available on Amazon. And don't forget to subscribe, whether you're listening on iTunes, Google, SoundCloud, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. We're on very many. Subscribe and give us a review so we know how we're doing and so that others can find the podcast as well. Thank you so much for listening to the Brave Parenting Podcast, where we believe that character is greater than media and every child deserves a brave parent willing to set a new standard. Until next week, go and be brave. <laughs>